What's up, everybody? You are tuned into the drive-in speaker box. It is Sunday night. Uh, it is August 13th, 2023. I'm your host, Bo, the boom operator. Slick doggy the grip. And we're here a day early because we're going to go see, uh, or I'm going to go see, maybe Jake will go see, uh, Berlin. You know, we're gonna, it's gonna, they're, they're going to take my breath away. Yeah, dude, and, top gun uh, soundtrack. Let's do it. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And also, Boy George is going to be playing, so that'll be, you know, I'll be Karma Chameleons for, for a little bit. Is it, is it... Is it advertised as Boy George or is it Culture Club? Does Culture Club? It's I don't know Boy anything George about and it. Culture Club. Okay. Yeah. So there will know. be. We're just you know. That's not really my thing. I'm gonna I wear like a, a come and go shirt, like from the gas station, and uh, and that'll just be my like Culture Club shirt. You know. You come and go, and I'll be like, yeah, it's it's. Uh, relevant. I have a Top Gun shirt somewhere I can dig out. Heck yeah. Well, uh, anyway, we're here tonight. We're going to be telling you all about stuff that's happening in the world of movies. I'm going to be reviewing The Last Voyage of the Demeter um, tonight on the show. I went and saw it this weekend. And tonight, he's going to go see yeah. Jailer. After, I have yeah. yet to watch my movie. And you know, uh, there is, or there was, the um, Gran Turismo preview. Show. That was tonight as that, well. Yeah. yeah, that was today, and I was like, oh, Gran Turismo, sick. And then I kept scrolling, and there's a new Talma movie. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, everyone, but there's a new Talma movie. It stars superstar Rajnikanth, and Rajni's a, a big deal. But I'm going to tell you what, no A-list. It doesn't work. What? And it's 20 bucks a ticket. It's a what? Yeah. Superstar Rajni's a big deal. Dang. They're like, no, no, no. We get money. Yeah, and you know what? The thing that sucks about the no A-list thing is that they apply the uh, extra fees and everything. It's not just the uh, the flat rate like it's supposed to. That's be. a bummer, dude. Mm -hmm. I wonder if my movie pass would work. Because my movie pass trick is still working, and I'm not going to tell you what my movie pass trick is because those I'm the those effing. TikTokers out there that are giving away all the life hacks, which then means like the first million people that see that TikTok, which is like in three seconds, and they all go out to like whatever restaurant or whatever thing, and they do it and they exploit it, and no one can do it anymore. So I'm not telling you my movie pass trick. That's that's premium content. If you want to follow us on Twitch and subscribe, you know, and, and you follow us on that pre-show because in the pre-show. For our Twitch viewers only, we get in there and we talk. We talk real talk. Not that this isn't real talk, but it's even realer talk, you know. And I can, I'll tell you my movie pass trick. But um, yeah, I, I, maybe I'll loan you my movie pass. And uh, oh, I already bought the ticket. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That would yeah. I mean, happens, I guess. So anyway, well, um, I'm gonna be talking about Last Voyage of Demeter, but before we get into that, we're gonna tell you about some stuff that's happening this week. We're gonna tell you what's coming out in theaters this weekend. Then we're gonna tell you about um, Ghost Nine Seven One gifted a sub. Thank you, thank you for for being a cool homie um, to someone out there. But uh, to Movie Albert, awesome. Um, and yes, Velvet Santa on Twitch says, "You mean we stop being nice?" and start getting real. Do they still make the real world? Mad real. I, 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 eat. That's I the Chappelle show version. Like, start getting I'd watch real. That. Mad real. Mad real. Um, yeah, so, um, 
news. Let's let's jump into some news that that happened because most of everything that I read was just talking about like, man, Barbie and Oppenheimer just keep making money. Yeah, Golly, you're watching me actively try and find news, so I have something to talk about because I found out about this like an hour and a half ago. So. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about the talk to me. Uh, the sequel's already in the works. We we mentioned that a little bit yesterday, but A24 is just super excited about. How that movie? I, I, you know, that's what you reviewed last week. I did, you? and 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 I'll check the hand. You know, I, and this is something that I'm going to lean into when I talk about the last voyage of the Demeter. I feel like something is inherently wrong with audiences, and 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 it's, and I feel like you know the internet has really just dissolved our brains into what we deem as good entertainment now. You know, I feel like we've got these just this addiction to certain dopamine hits and just fast, fast casual style of of movies. We don't want to sit through something that's going to make us think. We don't want to sit through something that that might be a little slower. We have to have these certain hits and certain things and certain check marks. And like, talk to me was was okay. Like, I don't understand why everybody's going, oh man, it's one of A24's greatest success stories is a horror movie. It was pretty paint by numbers. I saw the picture of that hand uh, since you had talked about it too. It, it looked dumb. I mean, it looked like one of those um, cast hands you can buy like Hobby Lobby and I, someone wrote runes. It looks like it's a cool kind prop. Of, yeah, yeah it looks cool like prop. the kind of thing that... Uh, uh, Ali Sparkman on Twitch said that A24 is probably going to sell the hand, which they did the like uh, hot dog fingers, gloves that you could get for everything, everywhere, all at once, which was kind of a cool, a cool merch tie-in. Uh, you know what they have at AMC right now is a Blue Beetle backpack. You put popcorn into a popcorn backpack, I and like it's how only everything that they sell bucks. is like, can you put popcorn in it? Yeah. You know, it's like the Adam Sandler characters. Like you put your weed in here, man. Like well, AMC actually, is like. Put your popcorn in that, here, man. That started as a Rob Schneider character on SNL, and then Adam Sandler played that character in uh, Rob Schneider's movie. What was it? The Hot Girl? The Hot Girl, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it, yeah, I mean, that hand looked like the same thing that every, like, weird alt girl that I've dated has in their house. Except like, for it's like it, it's like this hand or whatever, whatever the 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 chakra hand it, except for it's pointed this way like somebody just went into you know earthbound trading company yes, at their yeah. local mall and was like you know what if we just wrote like graffiti on this and some of them already have it dude i'm telling you every like quirky girl i've, I've dated has like that hand and as ali sparkman and dinosaurus on twitch said you know they didn't hate it had high hopes for it was just okay that's kind of how i felt i had high hopes for it because you know a24 and i mean i left like not hating it, and I was just, but I just didn't understand the hype. And as Al Topic said over here on Twitch, he said the movie industry is mathematical, uh, plug props and characters in the equation, and that's what it's turned into. And that's what you know when I when I follow all of these new sort of like AI uh, conversations and the strikes that are going on. You know, Hollywood's already pretty formulaic and mathematical, just like he said. And I feel like it's only going to get worse. You know, as they can figure out like. It's becoming so commoditized to where their movie making is not necessarily about storytelling anymore. It's about how much money can we generate out of these franchises. Mm. And everybody's like, well, isn't that what it's always been about? And it's like, well, 
you know, movies have always been about making money, but they haven't always been only about making money. Well, that's like I was just reading the thing about Blue Beetle because all of those early reports have coming in, and no one says anything good about it being like, oh, it's a killer story, and it's something that's going to change superhero movies, or like, oh, it's a cool take on superhero stuff. Everyone's like, it's Latino. You're going to love it. Well, and that was somebody so in a meeting said, how can we take that Latino dollar with a superhero movie? We did it with Black Panther. Let's find another demo. No one was in there going, you know what? There's a really good story to be told in the Blue Beetle. Why don't mm -hmm. we? They, did, they didn't. They, that's not how these meetings work now. You know, uh, they were just like, yo, let's get that money. And that's that's why some of the stuff that comes out is just so, feels so flat is because it's the reason it's being made is not for the reason that the original character was made, which was out of passion and, and ingenuity and creativity. It was like, hey man, we can take money from these people. The reason DC made Jaime Reyes is the same reason they did the movie, because Ted Court is just fine, but whatever. He's an okay character. Jaime Reyes does great in... Uh, Young Justice? Injustice. Was it? Oh, in... Uh, Injustice, the video game. Oh, yeah. I, I liked the character in Young Justice. Yeah. It was okay. I don't like a lot of the Injustice characters. Because, like, the way they did Aqualad was dumb. Uh, Nightwing is cool. The progression of Nightwing is pretty neat. Starfire is pretty neat. Mm -hmm. uh, Red Tornado was cool in the first season. Yeah, Red Tornado was cool. Uh, didn't they have Mr. Tarut? No, they don't have him. No. no. He's at the mountain. With uh, Red Tornado? Yeah, like in the second season or something. Maybe so. Uh, uh, Beast Boy and... and uh, Martian Girl are always cool. Oh yeah, always, always cool. Beast, you can't go wrong with Beast Boy. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't even know what what. Well, talking to that Warner, Warner Brothers and their money. Yeah, uh, so and the whole money. thing about Barbie and stuff. Barbie's now the second largest grossing Warner Brothers movie ever. 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 The the only one it has not beaten yet is Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part Two. Uh, Harry Potter movies, fantastic. They're, they're all amazing. Prisoner of Azkaban's the, the titties. Um, and it's it's just barely above Barbie. And it dethroned, or, well, took down a notch, uh, Aquaman, which was the second highest. Did you know that, that Aquaman was the second highest grossing Warner Brothers wild. movie? That's wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Barbie's going to kick Harry Potter down. Well, and, you know, I was reading an article that they were saying that Barbie managed to get a lot of people out of the theaters that hadn't been to the theaters since the pandemic. And I'm wondering if that's not just because of the internet memedom. Like, Absolutely. You know, it's not that people were like, you know what, this is the movie that gets me out of the theaters. They were like, this is the internet trend, this is the ALS ice bucket challenge that gets me out of the this with, is the inclusion that I need. Without a, without a meme prompting them, there's no way that all of these like 19 year old dudes are gonna be like, yo bro, Barbie doggy. Like, it's not gonna happen. Getting, it, it's yeah. weird how the internet and meme culture is selling these movies. Uh, Al over on Twitch said in the comments that we need more people making less movies. It feels like these big Hollywood movies have nothing new or unique or interesting to say about society. And you're right, like A24 with this talk to me is a really interesting thing because A24 started as this this studio and same with Blumhouse like Blumhouse was another one of these it's like let's like really foster these scrappy interesting young you know um, creative directors and foster that like storytelling mindset but Blumhouse and A24 are starting to, to like 
salivate at the like, we can make how much money at the box office? Holy shit! And um, forgetting like what these companies were based on, and it happened like rapid speed. And I'm, I, you know, I'm not throwing A24 under the bus yet because I still love what they're doing. Same with Blumhouse, but you can feel the lean and the pull towards, you know, the box office dark side. Um, I don't know. It's it, it, it's it, it's strange to watch. And speaking of money, Hulu and Disney Plus watching Netflix because Netflix is always the one that does it first, and everyone gets mad at Netflix for it. When the dust settles, everybody does what Netflix just did. Uh, Going to be increasing prices and cracking down on password sharing uh, because you know after after they crack down on it, everybody's like, screw Netflix forever. Uh, well, I kind of really wanted to watch the new season. All right, I'll subscribe. It's and, like I have Netflix and I have Hulu, and I don't know why. I don't hardly ever watch either one of them, and every time I'm like, I should just get rid of that. Then something else comes out, like that yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger spy series, or this new Gal Gadot um, spy movie. You know, it's like things that would have been in the uh, in the theater will will show up there, and sometimes when we don't have anything talked about, I gotta watch a dumbass Netflix movie or yeah, whatever. There's a new like uh, movie with. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, I can't believe I just space cadetted on his name. Jamie Foxx that I, that I wanted to watch as like a sci-fi, um, like, you know, uh, dystopian future sci-fi that I wanted to watch. Hmm. But, but Netflix. And Hulu, I really watch like what, what We Do in the Shadows and a new season of Only Murders in the Building yeah, just came out. That's why I keep Hulu, too, is like yeah, What We Do in the Shadows and stuff like that. Uh, which another uh, movie for Hulu, uh, just to keep me uh, what's signed up for it, Vacation Friends 2, they're making a sequel to that movie with uh, Laurel and John Cena, mm, okay. where John Cena's like the uh, crazy PTSD soldier or whatever, and he becomes friends with Laurel on his vacation in Hawaii and goes to his wedding and it's insane nonsense happens. It was an okay movie. It wasn't mm -hmm. bad. It's funny. Uh, they announced a sequel to that. I guess there's a trailer out for it on the to watch. Mm. Um, related to the Hollywood strikes, which we were talking about a minute ago, another thing that I wanted to mention in the news, the Emmys moved uh, mm -hmm. from September to January. Dang, that's for, a big move. That's a big move. For anyone that gives a crap about awards shows, which we don't, um, it's one of the reasons we don't do ratings, although I bet if we did, we'd get more viewers because then we could link to like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. Um, which I also hate as a concept and a website. But, um, yeah, I hate everything that keeps us from getting more viewers, you know? It's like, yeah, Metacritic, go suck a dick. Uh, like Rotten Tomatoes, it's destroying everything in terms of how we watch movies. And then they're like, well, you could really get more viewers if you'd link to, ah, you know? And they're like, Letterboxd? I'm like, I don't have time for that. And, you know, we should really start doing a Letterboxd account, though. Uh, like a joint letterbox account. Do you, do you know what that is? I'll sh I'll show you, and, and and we can do it. Um, Hulu for oh Reservation Dogs. Yep, that's a good one. Night Ashley. Um, Ali Sparkman said something about cloning. That was the Jamie Fox uh, movie. Uh, going back through the comments, James was like Sunday. Why are you inside? Yes, it's Sunday. Uh, we're not going to be here tomorrow, so that's why we're doing the broadcast today. So, uh, did you have any uh, Ali G? 
I noticed that Sacha Baron Cohen is bringing back Ali G in some sort of mystery project. Really? I thought he retired all of those characters. Uh, well, he did bring Borat back in like 2020, you know, and that was like, whoa. Uh, but, you know, Ali, Ali G, I feel, is more relevant now as society is becoming more and more stupid. Um, you know, Ali G was very ahead of his time. Mm. Like, I will watch the hell out of some Ali G. <laughs> Uh, no, the, the, the rest of the news I had is that TMNT's drop percentage was less than movies like Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and... Um, More sticking power. Some big, like, uh, uh... What's the Disney? Pixar movies and stuff? Mm, elemental. Um, and then, uh, right now, uh, which I found out about ten minutes before it happened, there's a 50th anniversary Enter the Dragon playing at the movie theater. You have a chance to catch it again on the 16th. What? Okay. Yeah. 50th anniversary Enter the Dragon. It's at one. Of, it's at our movie theater, local movie theater. I did not um, realize I, that that was out. I don't know if they have a showing for us on the 16th, but I know that they're showing it right now as we speak. So, oh man! Yeah, I would have liked to have seen. My, you know, oh, just the, the only thing Chong Lee get whooped on that I absolutely hate about Bruce Lee movies. And it's he didn't invent it, but it, it comes from a time and I and I wish that we would stop doing it and we see it everywhere. It was in TMNT. Movie? No, no this. Oh. Like I hate this. Like this is the, the, can we just retire? And for those of you Bruce Lee's cool, man. I know, but for those of you who listen on Spotify, like it's the where the, the the person who's about to do some martial arts madness like holds up their hand and does like the come here thing. Like, can we get rid of that? Like it's a taunt, bro. It's I, in every I video know, game. But I hate it and I'm it's a trope that I hate. It's like the super like the, the superhero landing when they jump off of a building and land with the like the hand back here. Like, can we just stop with that? Like let's come up with something different. And just let's stop with the hand. Like I don't want to see that anymore. Like, well, you can see the original God, version of it. I know. Uh, when he whoops up on Jackie Chan and Bolo Young and oh, numerous Bolo other Young. people. Yeah, Jackie Chan gets thumped with nunchucks when he gets into the basement. The wamp. Yeah, and, and Bolo gets whooped on out in the yard because he starts up. Hey, you know, there's lots of crazy stories and mysteries around like Bolo Young. No murders that happened during the filming of uh, Enter the Dragon. Because, like, they had uh, triad dudes as their guards on that island, and bodies would just wash up on shore and everything. It's crazy to read about. Um, also, uh, Gal Gadot is like. As a dirty liar? Yeah. <laughs> just all over everything in the news right now. Um, she yeah. told us that Wonder Woman 3 was happening. She's, she said that Wonder Woman 3 was going to continue on into the DCU from the DCEU. Um, but what she didn't say she it was, was only in her heart. She was working with James Gunn and uh, Saffron to bring that uh, into the DCU, and she would be taking over for uh, what's her face that ran the first two because that that lady hates uh, what Gunn and Saffron are doing, uh, and they don't get along. So Gal Gadot was like, "I got a production company, I'll do it," and um, then <laughs> James Gunn and Saffron, or they were just like. No, that's a that's a big no. Nope, no one's even talked to her. Uh, don't believe that crap. Uh, we wrote into Flash that Aquaman's the only one that doesn't change across the universes, specifically because screw everyone else. So there's that. Which means that we won't ever have. 
blonde Arthur Curry, which is kind of a bummer. We won't have true Aquaman, yeah. hook hand, cool dude Aquaman. Arm yeah, hook of, hand Aquaman. Arm of water cool. Aquaman. Yeah. That one's pretty that one's cool. Pretty cool. Uh, but she's all over the news about her Cleopatra thing because that's consistently a problem for everyone. Um, she uh, talked about, I guess, some fan wanted her to be James Bond. And she's like, oh, there's plenty of female-led roles in original stories out there, but thanks. I think that would be cool, too, but no. So she's already doing the spy thing. Yeah, she's yeah. doing a lot of that. So, Did you read about this? Um, speaking of old movies in theaters, the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary is right around the corner. And it's coming to theaters, of course, but it's in 3D. And, yeah, I know. But my, my only thing is, remember when Terminator 2 got re-released and it was in 3D? Yeah, it was sick. It, it was, was so pretty good. sick. I'm wondering if but they will was, take their time. But that was James Cameron was James being James Cam Cameron. That's exactly what I was getting to say, is that James Cameron did that one. And this is Spielberg. And look at what Spielberg does with his movies. Mm. And look at what James Cameron does with his movies. Yeah, I know, I'm worried. I'm worried, because I want to see it. But only if, like, James Cameron was doing the 3D. Yeah, is it going to be Nedry, like, opening up, like, the the um, shaving cream? In like, 3D. Look, look at this. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Or, like, he's on the computer screen, and it's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> is that what we're getting? Like, what is it? Uh, Samuel Jackson's hand yeah. comes down. Yeah, and she goes, just Whoa. throws it at the screen. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What, what's I mean, the only thing I can or think of... Or the sneeze. It's just, instead of seeing the kids get sneezed on, you see like... Yeah, they have cannons of snot in the theater. You're like, whoa, it's so real. Uh, the only thing, Yeah, the only thing I can think of besides that that's like uh, 3D worthy in that movie, I guess, is the T-Rex in the rearview mirror, but then it wouldn't when make sense. When he eats that dude on the toilet. Because it's in the rearview mirror. Well, yeah, but does that mean you're going to have the commode like right in front of you? Yeah, that dude's like butt cheek, yeah, and then there's a fart, fart spray in the theaters. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if, if if I was the only person that came up with this drinking game for Jurassic Park, but um, but I had this drinking game that I would do with Jurassic Park, where every time like Timmy or Tim or whatever his name is uh, should have died oh. in that movie, you drink, and it's like, oh, think looks like we're gonna need another Timmy. And you take a drink, and I feel like I shouldn't be the only person that has thought of that because that kid should have died a trillion times in that movie. That's true. Uh, Velvet Santa says Jeff Goldblum being naked coming out the oh, screen, yeah. or the the Jello jiggle, like, or the doo doo that they reach into as like a three D doo doo. I don't know. Anyway, it's coming in theaters three D. We'll see. Um, anyway. Do you have any other news that you wanted to hit, or we want to talk about what's coming out in theaters? That's it. So there's a, there's some movies. There's some movies coming out in theaters this week. Uh, I'm only going to talk about three because uh, there's you know a lot of this is not going to hit theaters near you. But uh, back on the strip, probably going to get in theaters near you. This is a new uh, comedy from director Chris Spencer. It's got J.B. Smoove. It's got Wesley Snipes, like Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish. Pause between comedy. Comedy. Uh, it's it's Bill Bellamy in there. Bill Bellamy, you guys, anybody remember MTV? I'm from just still trying to figure out how Tiffany Haddish keeps getting these movie roles after she uh, got in trouble. Like everyone just forgot she has all these friends, like Kevin Hart or whoever, probably 
that uh, are making sure that she stays in work, and I don't know how that happened, and I wish it wouldn't have because she's not funny. Maybe a lot of, I mean, like you said, got a lot of friends in high places. So, yeah. uh, but back on the strip, it's about a young man moving to Las Vegas to pursue his dreams of being a magician, only ending up to join uh, joining Wesley Snipes' uh, strip club routine group people. Magic yeah, Mike. But so they, it's but literally it's, magic, magic Mike. But it's, it's aged out magic Mike, right? Because yeah. if I remember the trailer from however long ago it was actually being shown around. But the main it's character, like, Spence Moore, is playing this character Merlin, which is a weird name for a magician. Um, he's the young guy that's like coming into this troop of old guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole thing was they had to get the band back together, right? Because mm -hmm. they go to everyone and they're like, Hey, we're we're whipping a ding dongs out again. Well, and then like Phase on Love is playing uh, Desmond Debody Day. And he's, he's like a real big, huge fat yeah. guy. And isn't JB Smoove or something like one of them yeah, too? Or JB like, Smoove is. One it's of just them. a bunch of like dudes that are past prime or whatever. So JB Smoove is uh, slim, sexy. Uh, Pastor Amos, slim, sexy Fowler, and Wesley Snipes is Luther, Mister Big. Uh, Faison is Desmond DeBody, Bill Bellamy is Tyreek DeFace, and uh, yeah, so they all have their different like stripper names. <laughs> so there you go. Um, whipping out your ding dongs again. There, there it is. One more time for for the for the for the homies. So that's coming out in theaters this week. Uh, also coming out is the new Will Ferrell, uh, Jamie Foxx, Dennis Quaid, uh, the Animals. Wait, Dennis Quaid's in that movie? Yeah, it's got a bunch of people. Who um, is he? He is the voice of Dennis Quaid. He's oh. just playing himself. Uh, Jamie Foxx is playing uh, a dog. Will Ferrell's playing a dog. Uh, there's a handful of other what people. If, what if it's a dog named Dennis Quaid? Oh, I hope so. Um, that would be fantastic if it was just a dog that looks like Dennis Quaid named Dennis Quaid. But it, it's an R-rated movie about, it, it's just like, what was the Sausage Fest? Where it's like, look, this is like a cartoon. It looks like it could be for kids. But uh, they're going to talk about wieners and say the F word and do drugs. And that's going to be so funny because it's not people, it's dogs. And this movie... You know, I don't know if my mom's listening to the podcast, but my mom really wants to see this movie. She thinks the trailer looks so funny. This looks like a jam movie. And I'm just like, God, you're like, the dog's like, eat mushrooms and we're high. Whoa, that's so funny. We're going to talk about biting a dude's dick off. Whoa, what if a dog really said that? You know, I'm like, fuck this movie, man. Like, I, this looks painful to watch, to for me, personally. This is... This is I can't think of anything more brain-numbingly stupid than two hours in the theater watching. See, there's Dennis Quaid right there in the trailer. Uh, than than this movie. I don't know, guys. Like, maybe this is for you. I don't know. And if it is, that's fine. But I bet it'll be okay. It's just like The Hangover is already enough of a drug comedy to turn me off. But this is like animals doing people things. The drug comedy. I don't, want, I don't want to see. I'm sure it'll be some funny parts, because farts and peeing and ding dongs and all that stuff are funny. But fuck, farts and peeing and ding dongs. One last ding dong. Pee farts. Job. I don't know. 
I'm not looking forward to this movie. And they're like, yeah, it's rated R. <laughs> Look out. We're going to say all the cuss words. <sighs> also coming out uh, is... Uh, a, a, there's, a, there's a limited release movie. It's called Landscape with Invisible Hand. Uh, it's a Sundance movie that got a lot of attention. I don't know if it's going to hit... It probably won't hit expanded release. Probably very limited release. But it's about an occupying alien species... Uh, came over and leaves Earth similar to what we're doing but different and then they watch us and we're their entertainment and there's like this teenage couple that um, they're broadcasting they're streaming right to and getting paid to stream but it's aliens that are watching it and, and they can't they don't have emotions and they don't really understand human love and mating and so, these go ahead so it's South Park Basically, because they South Park did that episode yeah. where Earth is a TV show. Yeah, and anyway, so um, it's a live action version of that. It looks kind of cute. Um, did very well at Sundance, so that one's coming out in limited release. But the other one, the big one, Blue Beetle, is coming out this weekend. So uh, we'll finally get to stop seeing the trailers for it. We'll finally get to see if. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Sholo. Sholo, like, can stop making an ass of himself. And, um, yeah, I mean... I mean... It's I, it's time. I like, uh, uh... Old dude. What's his name? I had it. George Lopez. Oh, George Lopez, of course. Yeah, he's, he's pretty funny. And Harvey um, Guillen is really, really funny. Um, oh yeah, and he's really funny. What we do in the shadows, yeah, he's hilarious. But I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna go see it. I'll check it out. You know, Susan Sarandon is she's the bad guy. She's the bad guy. She's in it. Uh, I've seen so many trailers of this now. I feel like I've seen it, but I'm gonna go see it again. Second time. Wasn't Susan Sarandon the bad guy in uh, everything? In, in uh, Chappie. She's been a yeah well maybe she's her been, and her and uh, she's been a bad guy in a, in, a, in a lot of stuff. Like hmm. she just looks like she could be a bad guy. She's a good guy in a lot of stuff too. Oh, she's a bad guy in holes. Yeah, she was the bad guy in holes. Put all them kids to work digging. She's so bad, <laughs> Susan Sarandon. You're so bad. Anyway, those are the movies that are coming out this weekend. Definitely gonna go check out Blue Beetle. Are you gonna go watch Strays with my mom? Oh, that sounds fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll probably have to watch this dumbass Blue Beetle movie just so I can keep an eye out for uh, any of the uh, preceding Blue Beetles. Uh, you know, there's... References. You catch all those references way better than I do. Well, uh, they're flying his ship in the, in the trailer, so I'm hoping they find all the cord tech and all that stuff. And uh, maybe they'll meet Ted Cord and... It'll be better than how they did Ant-Man. Mm, yeah. Speaking of Ant-Man, Paul Rudd is in uh, the guest star in this new season of uh, Only Murders in the Building. And it's pretty funny, because Paul Rudd's pretty funny. I tried watching that first season of that show because I really like Steve Martin and Martin Short, uh, mm -hmm. but it was so boring to me. Have you ever listened to a podcast? Like, if you've ever listened... Yeah. So They hadn't even got to that part. It was all the episodes leading up to... That part, like, I watched the first handful of episodes, like, up to the point, I think, where they met Sting, and then I just, I completely lost it. I, I really enjoy it. It gets good, and I, you know, I listen to Serial, the podcast, and watching this reminds me of that, 
and uh, just watching Martin Short and Steve Martin on screen, they're just so funny together. And I, uh, I really, really enjoy it. So season three just just dropped. I watched the first two episodes. I'm pretty, pretty into it. Not actually saying it really picks up right after the point where I decided to give up. Yeah, well, it's kind of like Star Trek The Next Generation. It doesn't even get good till season end of season two. You know, yeah, I mean, next gen, there's a big shift at season three where it just becomes the best and ever. Yeah, I, I don't even watch the first two seasons anymore. What? Honestly. Oh, they're so good. You get Q, and, and that's where you get to see Worf's personality, and, uh, you know. What have I done? I mentioned Star Trek. Dude, I love Star Trek so much, and next gen is so cool, and. It's pretty good. I don't know what you're talking about, not watching seasons one and two. Those are so good. Well, so I got Paramount Plus free with like my Walmart Plus subscription that was discounted. And I'm like, cool, I'll get this because Paramount Plus, and so I'm getting a twofer. You're watching DS9. What they don't tell you is it's Paramount Plus with fucking ads, and uh, I can't do it. I'm just like, oh, there's like six ads in one 20 minute episodes of what? And I'm just forget it and screw it, and I just don't. Can't can't do it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it's like to watch Star Trek with commercials. Can't do it. Don't want to do it. Pulls me out of. I haven't done that since it was on TNN. TNN. When I, yeah, when I was at home sick, I would. Uh, they used to just have TNN marathons. They'd have next gen and original series. TNN. Um, what does that stand for? Turner News Network. Turner News Network. Yeah. And then damn. it wasn't news anymore. It was just. Uh, action shows and stuff and they made it like a pure action network and that's why it turned into Spike or whatever because mm -hmm. he sold it and yeah uh, Not Ashley on Twitch says she keeps trying to not pay to upgrade but the ads are rough and I'm determined well the thing is is like Walmart Plus sold me they're like oh you get a free Paramount Plus subscription and I'm like okay included in your subscription kind of like Amazon Prime it's like you get all the Prime videos I'm like okay sign me up that's dope let's do it and then I get in there, and it's like all this ad stuff, and there's no option to upgrade. You're just like locked in to this crappy, like ad-supported Walmart edition of Paramount Plus. It, yeah, but you get to watch Star Trek. They yeah, took it off Netflix. I, like even if I wanted to watch Star Trek, I couldn't do it right now. Well, I was gonna watch Below Decks to check that out because I wanted to see the crossover Janeway. New Trek. I just wanted to see the Janeway episode where. Watch, well, Janeway's in that cartoon Star Trek, the kids' Trek. I thought that was Below Decks. No, Janeway's oh. in the in the uh, animated Nickelodeon Star Trek. Oh shit! I thought they were the same thing. No. Oh damn. No, what she's she's in the CGI one. Oh god, I don't want to watch that. The Below Decks crossover happens with um, the new show, New Frontier. New Frontier, which yeah. is not animated. Where yeah, where Jack Quaid plays like one of the characters in it, and New Decks is just raunchy and weird to be raunchy and weird. They're like, what if Star Trek had people showing off their buttholes, and they're like, I like where you're. Well, going I mean, it's Rick and Morty Star Trek is what it is. I feel like I it's, watched one episode. I feel like it's more of that. Um, that show with uh, Tom Kenny and Daniel Tosh, the um, the well, Brickleberry. The, the episode that I watched was very Rick and Morty, where they like, oh, this is Planet Scleesclorp, and we milk them for their goo goo bees, and like here they go, blah, 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 blah. you know. And I'm like, well, this is exactly Rick and Morty. Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah. It looked maybe Rick and Morty and Brickleberry and and everything with a Star Trek skin on it. But I, there's no chance you're getting me to watch New Trek. Forget that crap. 
Well, I was gonna watch it, but ads. Anyway, I'll eventually get around to it. Anyway, okay, well, it's time. Let me let me talk about the the title of this fucking show, which is the Last Voyage of the Demeter. I want to talk about this um, because vampires. Because vampires, yes. Because vampires. Because Draculas. I love Draculas. I love vampires. I'm a spooky dude, and um, I'm reading a lot of reviews where people are going. It was kind of predictable, and I'm like, <laughs> duh. What? He bit everyone. Like, uh, the plot was a little thin, a little bit predictable. You could have just seen it coming. And once, I f once they telegraphed the fact that everybody was probably going to die, I just lost interest in all the characters. It's in the fucking title. Last Voyage. And I'm like, right? and they're like it just... The story—it just seems like such a dusty old storyline, and I'm like, um, are you not familiar with the source materials, my guy? And I'm reading all these reviews because I wanted to read reviews of this one, and they've only made me more enraged because there's like legit film critics that are like, <laughs> you know, uh, and I read one film critic that was like, uh, Voyage, Last Voyage of the Leader, based on several chapters from the novel Drac, and I'm like, it was based on, uh part of one chapter, which was chapter seven, and uh, if you are familiar with it, it's like maybe 16 paragraphs here. It's not a lot of source material, but it is source material encapsulated in more source material, and uh, it, you know, it's sandwiched in between uh, two different diary entries, and, 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 and if you know anything about this, they're like, why, why would they even be carrying just loads of dirt? This doesn't even make sense. Literally from one review. And I'm like, motherfucker, do you know anything about Dracula? Do you know that they didn't have the internet on this, like, trade ship from fucking Russia to, to England or wherever? And it's like, yeah, if some noble was like, here's a bag of silver, asshole, put this box on it and don't ask questions. I'd be like, oh, holy mighty, and load up the dirt, fuck it, whatever. You know, that's what they did back then. And anyway, this movie ruled. I thought it was a lot of fun because it was, it was, it was a version of Dracula you didn't really get to see a lot on screen because they were like, oh, I, I read another review and the guy was like, this is this creature running around like ripping off necks makes it real hard to believe that he'd ever like be charming and seduce people as Dracula. And I'm like, that's the whole <laughs> fucking point about Dracula is Dracula is what makes him scary because he's like this monster. And they even said it in a really cool line in this movie. This lady who uh, I, I didn't necessarily enjoy her character very much. Um, she fit and it wasn't too heavy handed because they had to have some diversity, like, throw in the fact that, like, you know, uh, you know, the whole, the, the black people are hated and, and persecuted against, so they had to, they had to acknowledge that, and then they had to go, but Dracula like, didn't persecute, Dracula just bit, whoever. just bit, and then they had to have the, 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 the lady character in there that was just like, you know, he held me in a box, and I, you know, used me as meat. And uh, and then the, her literal parting words as she was dying, she was like, "This is on my terms. I'm choosing this." And I'm like, "Okay," um, but everyone's still dying. Can we just like like just oh. revel in Dracula for a minute? Was that a real thing? They said he threw me in a box and used me as meat. Basically. Oh. Okay. Um, so it felt fresh, as as Ali Sparkman said on Twitch, and Dina on Twitch says, I loved it, and like it said on Discord, it was a good Halloween rewatch value. It's something giving me nostalgia for 90s movies. And the thing is, is like, you know, 
I appreciate that they tried to check mark the woke boxes in this film without like going super heavy handed. I felt that they did a really good job with adding these characters that seemed to make sense in this world. But going back to the guy that like couldn't believe that this monster was also Dracula, one of the lines was like, he is a monster that can masquerade as a man. That's fucking Dracula, guys. Like that is that is Dracula. He is a soulless creature of the night that can change forms and hypnotize you and rips your throat out and drinks your fucking blood like that's and he like you know can be monstrous and this one he had no reason to be charming on this boat he just needs to eat these dudes till he gets to England he's like rationing these guys out on his trip and it's cool and it's scary and the the, the cast was in my opinion pretty fantastic uh, they 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 cast it well, you know. Um, I'm sorry to let you let you down, Jake. The dog dies. Um, I mean, uh, you know, like it, right at the beginning, like all the animals die because it's the first ones to go. And um, as Dina says on Twitch, in the end, it was totally uh, pure from what we do in the shadows. Yeah, no, it was like they. It's funny how they referenced Nosferatu, which Nosferatu was a reference to Dracula, but you know, uh, going full circle. But uh, the director, um, he he is great at this kind of stuff. He's known for Troll Hunter, Hunter and uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You know, uh, Stephen King and, and Guillermo del Toro both praised this movie for its, for its visual style. And no one, no one, no review that I read had anything bad to say about, like, the tone and the style. Someone was like, seemed really dark. I'm like, well, you know, it's on a boat that's lit with, I don't know, lanterns, and it's nighttime most of the time, and sorry that it's dark, but that's the whole point of this, is Dracula's kind of lurking in the shadows. Anyway, whatever. I don't know what people want in these movies. The last Voyage of the Meter was exactly what I wanted out of this vampire movie, and I'm pretty happy about it. Unfortunately, it's not resonating well with the box office because it probably didn't have like woke teenagers on their cell phone like playing, you know, penis sharing games like in Talk to Us or Talk to Me or whatever. And then, and, and I don't know. I it's, you're talking about the kids in the theaters. No, just because that's what they do anyhow. You know how many movies I sit at and people are just fucking with their Snapchat throughout the whole. God, movie? there was a, yeah. There was a dude in front of me at uh, Ninja Turtles the other day that was just on his phone the whole time. And That's like, why I on. like watching Indian movies, man. Um, but yeah, as Ali Sparkman said on Twitch, people next to me in the theater were complaining that it was too slow. And that's that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show, is there's something has happened in our brains, like with TikTok, you know, started with Vine, and all of these, it's why, I think it's why nobody watches this show. You know, we're not, like, super big on the internet because our episodes are an hour long. And everybody's like, well, I just need 60 seconds and then it has to end with someone going, bleh, 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 bleh. you know, like, every fucking video on the internet has to Click be... Click that and make it 60 seconds. Yeah. Bleh, 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 bleh. You know, it has to be, like, instant zany, like, setup, punchline, super rapid fire... And with these horror movies, there has to be like a crazy wild kill every six, like 15 minutes. That was, that was talk to me. There was a, a crazy demon kill or a crazy weird demon possession, like, like clockwork every six or eight minutes in, in the movie. And there was no buildup. This movie is kind of all buildup, but no buildup at the same time because we already know what happens. We know if you're familiar with Dracula, 
that Dracula goes in the box, box goes on the boat, everybody dies, box makes it to England, story continues. You know? Who I like takes the box off the boat. Dude, Dracula's people. Like if you if you read in the in the book, they're like, oh, the, that's like uh, I think there was Russian diplomats that were there, you know, because they want to get they got paid off, and they're like, oh, we're gonna get this dirt, we're gonna get it where it needs to go because we don't want this anymore. Get it the fuck out of here. Um, so yeah, it was. I thought it was paced as well as a story about Dracula rationing people off. Yeah, horror movies are supposed to kind of have slow pace. That way, when it hits a fast pace. It, that's part of like the jarring aspect of, of the horror. Yeah, and you know, with yes, you knew everybody was going to die, and yes, there weren't many people to get killed, but they paced them out, and you didn't want to miss any of these people going down. And I thought they filled in the gaps pretty well. It's like a crew that's scared. I mean, it's a little bit little bit aliens, a little bit the thing. They know that it's there, but they can't really do it. Somebody was like, well, they didn't really put up a, that good of a fight. And I'm like, it's not like they brought AK-47s on an 1800s like sh merchant ship. Well, yeah, it's, it's a boat. Like They don't have backup or anything. Yeah, they can't radio in for Why help. Why they just get a complicated series of mirrors to put sunlight below decks too? So they well, they didn't no even one. know what it was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the, so this crew was more familiar with what Dracula is and was because of that girl that was on the ship than the people in the novel. The, the, the captain's log was like, I don't know, they're spooked, dude. They think they saw a man, like a skinny, weird, pale guy, like on the ship, and then he like disappeared. But it's probably just the rain. We were running through a storm, you know. And then by the end, he's like, "There's something bad on the ship," and he straps himself to the, the the ship's wheel with the note, and that's like the final entry. I hope somebody gets this note in my bottle. And they kind of reference that in the movie too. The the captain's like on the ship's wheel, and you know, it's got his little uh, his crucifix and stuff. I just like to picture Dracula standing in the rain on the ship, and someone's like, "Hey, who's that?" And he goes, "Hey," <laughs> and, and then like, yeah, like the the wind and the rain, and then they're like, "Where'd he go?" And they're like, "Oh no, skinny, pale, looking weird guy." We should say something. Yep. And the one interesting thing about this movie is that it totally does set up. Like I was weirdly thinking that the main character. Of this, who is the? Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it was uh, played by Corey Hawkins, Clement. It was character Clemens. Like they didn't give him a last name, and if his or, or if Clemens is his last name, but if it was Clemens Van Helsing, that would have been like a stupidly hilarious twitch at the end. But um, you know, I can't give any spoiler alerts away in this movie, except for the obvious one that it's the last voyage to meet her, and almost everybody dies. Almost everybody dies. Um, there you go. That's as much of a spoiler I'm going to give away. But uh, David Dasmalachin, or whatever his last name is, I can't, I don't always know how to pronounce that. He was fantastic. Liam Cunningham playing another ship's captain. He could not be more perfect for this role. Um, just some really, really fun characters uh, that, that I thought were fun. And I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a good vampire movie. Anyway. 
Uh, Dina says, I was seriously waiting for them to reveal him as Van Helsing because they were almost there. Yes, yes they were. Because he's like, I'm going to hunt this spawn down now that I know who he is and what it is. And I'm like, oh God, is this like black Van Helsing? And I kind of would have been okay with it. But except for the Van Helsing line is kind of like the Belmonts. This is like a long line of people that have studied. Did he just load up like a like a bandolier of, of spikes, like uh, stakes on his on his chest and get like a crossbow and but the problem why he couldn't have been van helsing uh chiming into dina is because, is because Hugh jackman already is. it's because van helsing already exists in that novel and finds like that's the end of the book when when he finally gets to england and you know mina is like entranced by dracula and then they're like dr van helsing comes in and is like oh shit i've seen this before check her neck it's got the, the bite holes and you know um so it can't be Van Helsing, because then, the, then they're, they're changing the source material too much. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Ali Sparkman on Twitch says she calls him David Dalmatian. Um, yeah, that works. I'll call him David Dalmatian, but he didn't have enough spots. Anyway, it's in theaters right now. I, su I highly suggest you see it. It's fun. It's It's spooky. Uh, I think this movie would have maybe benefited a little bit more coming out in October because I think horror, like slasher jump scare horror movies are going to work no matter where you put them. But a movie like this that is spooky featuring one of the most Halloween iconic characters in the history of literature probably should have came out in October. But um, that's just me. So anyway, Last Voyage of the Meter. It's in theaters. Go see it. It's cool. It's fun. Um... It's a ref to me, it's a refreshing take on a horror genre because I get I'm so sick of the insidious universe kind of crap and the stuff that like talk to me is, but that's the, what makes the money. So anyway, all right, guys. Uh, last bit of the show, box office roundup. Jake's gonna give you the top ten movies in the United States. Uh, domestic totals are what we focus on the most because uh, if you've listened to the show, that's what people look at when they green light these sequels so uh yeah number 10 take it away yeah and keep in mind they probably still haven't calculated yesterday and this does not take into account anything that is happening yet today that's why we like doing the show on mondays because we get a more firm yeah uh, report. but currently for the weekend sitting at or well the past weekend this weekend sitting at number 10 indiana jones still in the top 10 somehow seven weeks out 899 is its estimated intake, bringing it to 172 million in the U.S. Uh, holding at number nine, Mission Impossible. This one's sad. Uh, five weeks out, number nine. It brought in 4.6. Its domestic take is 160. Uh, it has brought in over half a million dollars across the world, uh, which is good for it. Uh, I, I definitely think it's a victim of uh, Barbenheimer hype. Um, so. With the next one, I think we'll see a lot better numbers from it. Uh, and then coming in at number eight, Sound of Freedom, still up there in its sixth week out. 4.8 million brought in by it, 172.8. Sound of Freedom has outgrossed Indiana Jones and Mission Impossible. Think about that. Oh my God. In the same amount of time. Uh, a movie that. No one really. Oh my God. And no one's like. I, 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 it's the whole. I wonder how many of those like ghost ticket purchasing things are happening. Yeah. With this for movie. sure. Because I've not had one person be like, dude, Sound of Freedom. 
sick. Definitely watched it. Uh, and then number seven, Talk to Me, three weeks out, brought in $5 million uh, so far. 31.3 is its total take here in the U.S. And that one was uh, made by Australian filmmakers, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then number six, Haunted Mansion, three weeks out, 5.6 million. Its domestic take is just under 53 million total. And I reviewed this one as well, and I thought it was fun. I thought it was a cute, fun, spooky... Like what's with these two spooky these two October movies coming out in August? Yeah, the hell. Seventy-five million worldwide for that one. Uh, Disney's probably not super jazzed. This is the second time they've done this movie, and the second time it's fell on its face. It's just not. This was a better version than the last time. Sure, but it's just not a property that people are excited about. No one's like, yo, I gotta go see Haunted Mansion, uh, and the, the trailers definitely didn't, don't do any favors because no. it looks it, it, honestly it looks terrifying at parts. And it's and it's like from Disney, and then it has like people almost getting stabbed in the face with knives thrown at them by ghosts that just show up out of nowhere. No one's gonna be like, oh, I want to take my kid take to my see kids. someone have their head impaled with a machete from Ghost Space. No, like it was cute though. You you could take your kids. Okay, uh, but no one. No one's gonna. Yeah, no one's gonna. And then opening at number five so far. Last Voyage of Demeter, six point five million estimated uh, intake for bad it. opening so far. Because uh, rumor has it is it has a forty five million dollar budget. That's not bad. No, it's not bad for a period piece, but um, yeah, uh, it, as Dina, just our resident like box office expert, she said Demeter had a decent per theater average. One thing she noticed around here, she's in the DC market, is how hard it was to find a screen for it because some of the theaters only have a handful of screens and they're obviously showing Barbenheimer, TMNT, and uh, yeah, it's 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 probably having a difficult time finding screens. I mean, it says it's only in 2,700 screens nationwide and, you know, uh, Barbie's in four, over 4,000. Yeah. Uh, and then number four in its second week out, Meg 2, uh, 12.7. We talked about that one last week. Mm -hmm. 54 million is its estimated total at the moment, which that one too, I'm kind of bummed out. I, I thought it was fun, despite I, I think you didn't like it so much, but uh, yeah. I thought it was fun. It was I, fun. Yeah, I like movies like that. It's a monster movie, but it's not like a terrifying monster movie, right? It's something fun, like Jurassic Park or whatever you know mm -hmm. and we need more things like that some you know from time to time um i do want a sequel for that one i thought it was a, lot a meg three yeah okay they left it open for it mm -hmm. uh and then number three ninja turtles second week out you need to go see this movie dude don't want to i saw it a second time and it confirms you need to see this movie i'll watch it at home it's yeah. it's fun i really i I watched it a second time. I enjoyed it probably even more than the first time. I I, I just don't see myself liking it. I, did you like Ninja Turtles? Yeah, of course. Well, then you'll like this movie. Mm. This is an this is a a movie. You know I for hate when fans. they change my comic books. No, it's not. You know I hate when they change comic books. Well, I didn't get super 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 into the comic books. I I was the the. The animated show. Yeah, that was and me. that's as far away from Eastman and Laird's Turtles as I'm willing to get. Okay, well, I thought it was fun. Uh, <laughs> I'll watch it. When they it's had on. some cool Eastman and Laird like um, uh, Easter eggs. I caught a lot more of the Easter eggs in this one than I did the first time I watched it. But uh, 
Yeah, it was Eastman High School, and then where one of them lived was the Laird Building, and like other stuff like that. And mm. it was, it was I, I enjoyed it. Well, well, we'll see. I'll think about it. I'm not going to pay theater prices for it. Though. AMC A list, dog. Yeah, I'm you not, get three a week. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to go watch it for free. I'm God. not going to take three hours of my life to go do it on a day when I could do something else. I got Warhammer minis. I'm trying to paint so I can some <laughs> plates and tenth edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15.75 million for it so far. Its domestic take is sitting just shy of 73 at the moment. Uh, it'll probably have some more by the time numbers are looked at tomorrow. And then holding at number two in its fourth week, actually climbing back up to number two from third spot, uh, Oppenheimer bringing in 18.8 .8 million so far, $264,000. In the U.S., it's not doing so so bad for itself. And in fact, they said that there's a couple of markets where it's doing better than Barbie. And then holding at number one for the fourth week in a row, Barbie so far has brought in 33.7 million dollars in the U.S. It's brought in 526 million more uh, as the evening goes on, and. Uh, it's just not stopping anytime soon. It will not stop. Blue Beetle's definitely not going Not going to gonna rock the Barbie boat. Yeah. Uh, it's The Pink Beetle is here to stay for a while. Uh, one thing that I did want to mention, though, that it just went live um, two days ago, which we, we talked about it a while back, um, the Spider-Man Lotus like fan film uh, produced by some, some people that live around here, starring one of the guys that works at Cheers uh, oh. nearby. I did not realize it's an hour and... 38 minutes or something That's long. It's a full length it's a movie. Full length movie. It is online uh, right now for free. Um, you can watch the whole thing on on YouTube. Um, Which I just Spider Man. It's Peter Parker. Oh. Spider Man. Uh, I just dropped the link in our Twitch uh, com comments there. You can check it out there uh, if you wanna wanna check that out. And yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna watch this tonight. And it's already gotten um, a a ton of views, 1.9 million views in two days. That's cool. Um, looks pretty good. I'm gonna check it out. Um, but you can, you can for a fan film, some of the some of the uh, effects look really, really great. I mean, like you could oh, tell there's CGI. there's that, well there's some CGI parts, but um, you know, I mean, some of this looks oh, okay. pretty good for a fan film. You know what I'm saying? Not bad. Hmm. Looks better than some of the stuff on the CW, if we're being honest. So uh, I'm going to check this out. It's called Spider-Man Lotus. Link is right there in the description. Cool stuff. Hmm. So. Uh, also, I really hate that Velvet Santa said that I could play Eddie Brock because in the comic books, Eddie Brock is all scarred up and ugly. So thanks. Big preach. <laughs> He's a big, dumb meathead with a blonde buzz cut covered in scars. Thanks. Thanks, man. Big preach on that one. Well, all right, guys. Said that you could be J. Jonah Jameson. That's even worse. At least he's not all scarred and ugly and everything. He just has a werewolf son. Oh, yeah, I guess he does. I forgot about that. Well, all right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. Uh, as Dina said on Twitch, she put the link to that film on our Discord in our Movie Links channel. You can join our Discord. It's the Drive-In Speaker Box. There's links in here uh, on our channels, blah, blah, blah. You can find it out. 
You can chat with everybody throughout the week. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever it is you prefer. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch are our, our, our streaming channel partners. And if you don't want to view all this and read these comments and, and, and participate, you can always just download the audio version of this podcast wherever it is you download podcasts or just ask your smart speaker to play the Drive-In Speaker Box podcast. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's it for us. We will be back next week probably with some Blue Beetle stuff and maybe maybe some other movies. Oh, we're we going to see Jailer. Maybe we yeah. should do a whole, just a standalone episode and maybe like a movie review like all these other people do and 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 you just you just get known on the internet for being the white guy that review, reviews like Tamil movies and stuff this one is a Tamil movie yeah yeah so dude i get amped on superstar rajni movies he's the dude that does uh he did uh in Tehran and 2.0 you know um he's yeah that's the one that our people love. well we will we will come back with those news. Maybe we'll do a one-off. I don't know. I want to do more one-offs. We keep saying it. We still don't do it. I don't know. But uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you guys next week. As always, I am the Boom Operator. I'm the Grip. Take care. Yeah, no idea this movie was like feature length. Yeah.